over 5,000 miles away from the island of Alcatraz, sits the islands of Japan. Japanese prison break magician, Yoshi Shiratori, escaped from prison four separate times, each one more impossible than the last, and each one revealing a new incredible skill that this man somehow possessed. It is absolutely remarkable. Let's start at the beginning. This takes place in 1936. Shiratori is wrongly imprisoned. He was falsely accused of committing robbery and murder, and he was forced to confess. He was sitting in prison waiting for the judge to determine his fate, but the prosecutors were seeking the death penalty. And he realized this was his best chance to escape. You have to understand, this isn't a nice prison. This is a prison in 1936 in Japan. He's getting beaten and tortured by guards every single night. So he wanted to get out of there. How did he do it? Well, they had a bathing area. No showers, just these buckets. And well, these buckets are held together by wood and wire. He took one of these pieces of wire out of his bathing bucket and hid it. He goes back to his cell one night and he waits for the guards to pass by. He knows he has 15 minutes before they're going to come back to check on him. That's his window. And this is where we learn his first amazing skill. He could pick locks. He uses this wire and he picks the lock on his door. Now, there are many more doors and many more locks, but he has time, a whole 15 minutes. It's the dead of winter and his hands are cold. I can't think of a harder situation for picking locks than cold hands in the dead of winter, especially these old rusty Japanese 1936 locks. But he does it, he picks them all. He knew that it would take him longer than those 15 minutes, so he bought himself a bit more time because he took a bunch of loose floorboards and he put them under his blanket in his bed. So when the guards walked by and they peered in, they thought he was just sleeping. They were not actually going to go in and check on him. So they didn't actually find out he was gone until the morning when they sounded the alarm. Unfortunately for Shiratori, his escape only lasted three days. And he was quickly caught stealing supplies from a hospital and thrown back in prison. But this time, when they threw him back in prison, they knew to secure him a little bit more and actually lock him up inside his cell. He spends the next six years in prison until 1942 when they transfer him to Akita prison. Once he was in Akita prison, Shiratori was placed in a specific cell designed for escape artists. It featured high ceilings with one small skylight and smooth copper walls. They were not brick walls like in Shawshank. Imagine trying to climb up the outside of a giant copper still for making whiskey. It was completely smooth. The builders truly believed they had this perfectly designed cell that no one could escape. This does seem like an impossible situation, or an opportunity to learn about Shiratori's second amazing ability. He had an uncanny ability to climb. 
He was a master climber, like a lizard. No one knows where he got these skills from, but somehow he was able to exploit every tiny seam and crack in these otherwise smooth copper walls. He got himself up to the very top, all the way up the ceiling to the one and only skylight. The skylight had a wooden frame, which was starting to rot. Shiratori would climb up there every night and expedite the rotting of the frame and loosening of the window. Now, instead of just escaping at the first opportunity, he decided to wait for a stormy night because if it was really stormy outside, they wouldn't be able to hear his footsteps as he ran across the roof of the prison. On the next stormy night, the methodical Shiratori stuck to his plan and he was out the door. I mean, Skylight. The next morning, when the guards came by and looked in the window of the inescapable room, I can't imagine what went through their heads as they saw the room sitting empty. I would have loved to see the look on their faces. This time, he was on the run for about three months before being caught again. Three months later, he shows up on the doorstep of Kobayashi. Kobayashi was the only guard that was ever nice to him. He was the only one who never beat him. And for lack of a better word, he was his only friend. He showed up to Kobayashi because he needed help to plead his case. He wanted to show the injustice of the Japanese prison system. And the only way he could ever do that was if Kobayashi would vouch for him and help him get through this. Showing up at a guard's house went exactly how you think it went. When Shiratori used the restroom, Kobayashi immediately went to the phone and called the police. As he headed back to jail, he swore he would never trust anyone in law enforcement ever again. This time when he was sent to prison, he was sent to Abashiri prison in the winter of 1943, dead smack in the middle of World War II. Abashiri is the northernmost prison in Japan, and it is the coldest, the dirtiest, with the meanest guards. It is the worst possible prison you can imagine. And that is exactly where they threw Shiratori, right into an open cell exposed to extreme cold, where the guards were allowed to beat him whenever he stood up. He vowed to escape. And to the guards' amazement, he was able to break off his handcuffs right in front of them, showing off his third unbelievable skill. Shiratori had super strength. Now, I'm a magician. I've studied lots of strongman and escape artist stuff. And I can tell you that breaking off handcuffs, especially the ones you'll find in 1940 Japan, is possible. It takes a great deal of strength and the right technique, but it is possible. Showing this off to the guards may not have been the smartest thing to do, because after that, they had custom iron handcuffs made. And these handcuffs didn't even have a key. They were screwed into place. Not only that, they were extremely heavy, and he had to wear them 24-7. They would be removed maybe once a week for him to bathe. And the removing process took over an hour. Now, Shiratori has these 50-pound handcuffs on. He can barely stand up, and the only time he sees the guards, 
other than when they come to beat him, is to feed him a ration of miso soup. Even though he barely had enough soup to survive, he kept dabbing a little bit on the screws of the shackles and the door where the soup was delivered. Every day he was wasting away, getting smaller and smaller. But was he getting small enough to fit through that tiny door? This is where we learn his fourth amazing skill. He's a contortionist. It was time to go. He dislocated both of his shoulders and slipped out of the food slot door. With a little bit of luck on the side, Japan was still under a wartime blackout. So he was able to move freely through the night and escape to an abandoned mine in the mountains. After two years of living in an abandoned mine by himself, living off of berries, he decided the heat was off and it was safe to leave. He descended down to a local village and was shocked by what he saw. The world did not look the same as when he left it. He saw an American soldier and quickly learns about the surrender of Japan. The war was over. Shiratori thought that since the war was over, maybe things would be different for him. But this isn't a story about his life. This is a story about escapes. So I have one more for you. Shiratori decided to eat a tomato out of a farmer's field. And that was a horrible decision. A seemingly harmless thing to do, but it resulted in something truly awful. The farmer came running out and attacked him, thinking he was a thief. They got into a scuffle, Shiratori stabbed him, and the man died. Now Shiratori's whole prison experience started with him being falsely accused of murder, and this has led to an actual murder. Because of Shiratori's previous legendary prison escapes and the farmer's murder, he was sentenced to death. So they threw him in a jail at the Sapporo prison, placed in a specifically designed cell once again with high ceilings and a window that was even smaller than his head. Every opening in this cell was smaller than his head because they knew even if he could dislocate all his joints, he couldn't dislocate his skull. He somehow did manage the impossible. He was kept under 24-hour surveillance. One day, they look in and don't see him moving. They think he's given up. He won't get out of bed at all. When the guards go to wake him up, once again, it's floorboards under his blanket. While everyone was looking up at the small windows, Shiratori looked down, down to the floorboards, where he used the small miso soup bowl to dig his way out. Turns out Shiratori looking at the window all day was just misdirection. After a year of freedom, Shiratori finds himself sitting on a bench at a park when a police officer sat down next to him. He noticed Shiratori was a bit nervous, but he didn't recognize him. And before Shiratori could find a way to leave, the officer did something very unexpected. He offered him a cigarette, which was a luxury item back then. And Shiratori, overcome with kindness and exhausted from a life on the run, broke down in tears, confessing to the officer, well, everything. <laughs> However, this officer still had a job to do, and unfortunately for Shiratori, he was heading back to prison once again, this time for 20 years. 
The courts had removed the death sentence because in all of escapes, not a single guard was ever hurt. For his fifth and final escape, Shiratori used his last skill, patience. Waiting to be released on good behavior after serving just 14 years, he was a free man in 1961. After such an extraordinary life, this feels like a rather mundane ending. But probably not for Shiratori, because he got to live out the remainder of his days, spending time with his daughter. It's kind of easy for creators like me to start selling online, but it's not always easy to know if you're making money. Not only is Triple Whale presenting this season of Original Heist, they also make FinHub, which lets you understand your store's numbers without having to become an accountant. And you can spend more time creating, touring, or baking sourdough bread. 